Hello and welcome to the Science Rundown for Wednesday, August 16th. I'm Pedro Flores. On today's Wellness Wednesday, we're going to talk about two systematic reviews published Monday, which evaluated the use of medical marijuana for the treatment of chronic pain and PTSD. Science News is next, only on Anchor. Two studies released Monday found little evidence to support the use of medical marijuana for the treatment of chronic pain or post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. The systematic reviews, which were published in the journal Annals of Internal Medicine, scoured over 13,000 publications to arrive at the conclusions. According to a survey by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, up to 80% of people requesting medicinal marijuana do so to treat pain, and a third report PTSD. In the chronic pain review, the researchers concluded that there was insufficient evidence to support its use, except for neuropathic pain, for which the evidence was scaled as weak. In the PTSD review, most studies appeared to be flawed. They either had a small sample size or lacked study rigor, meaning they perhaps didn't have a control group. Furthermore, among veterans with PTSD, the team reported, quote, low to moderate strength evidence that cannabis use is associated with an increased risk for psychotic symptoms, psychosis, mania, and inactive users, short-term cognitive dysfunction, end quote. According to Dr. Sachin Patel from Vanderbilt Psychiatric Hospital, quote, the systematic reviews highlight an alarming lack of high-quality data from which to draw firm conclusions about the efficacy of cannabis for these conditions for which cannabis is both sanctioned and commonly used, end quote. Only 27 studies were included in the pain review, and two reviews and three studies were included in the PTSD review. So what are your thoughts? I'd love for you to call in and share your point of view. Do you believe cannabis helps ease chronic pain or PTSD? Has the research simply not caught up with legislation? Call in and share your thoughts. A new blood test could help diagnose Lyme disease in its earlier stages. This could help doctors distinguish between two tick-borne illnesses. Microbiologists from Colorado State University in Fort Collins were able to use blood serum samples to create a metabolic fingerprint of the disease through differentiating the abundance of inflammatory metabolites. Lyme disease is a bacterial illness that is spread by the black-legged tick and it afflicts approximately 300,000 people a year nationally. Early symptoms of the illness include a bullseye rash that spreads and flu-like symptoms, fever, chills, fatigue, and body aches, and later signs include joint pain, fatigue, and neurologic problems, among others. The Lone Star Tick causes a similar but milder condition called STARI, Southern Tick-Associated Rash Illness. The new testing method had a 98% success rate in distinguishing between the two ticks and an 85% accuracy when testing included healthy people. According to Mark Solosky, an immunologist at John Hopkins Medicine, quote, from a diagnostic perspective, this may be very helpful eventually, end quote. That's a really big deal, he said. If you haven't gotten your pair of Eclipse sunglasses yet, good luck. Retailers all over the country are selling out, and there was even a scam on Amazon forcing the online merchant to issue refunds this week. The American Astronomical Society maintains a list of reputable online and retail vendors. Some include 7-Eleven, Best Buy, Toys R Us, and Walmart. But if you're out of luck, try your local library or bookstore. And if all else fails, the AAS website has an optical and pinhole projection page. You can also watch the Eclipse indoors via live stream at eclipse.stream.live. 
No matter what you do, please make sure to never look directly into the sun as it can cause persistent or permanent eye damage. The only time you should remove the sunglasses is during that 2 minute window when the sun is completely blocked out. A real pair of Eclipse glasses should only cost a couple bucks and should be labeled with an ISO number indicating protection from UV and IR radiation. And that's it for the Science Rundown for now. Stay tuned for more science and healthy news coming up later.